Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm -hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Hey, guys. I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. Um... Uh, if you guys hear cling clanging, it's because we have straws today. We're wearing masks. One because everyone has COVID right Literally, now, yeah. and um, we're trying to do responsible Thanksgiving this year, and we're having like one person here. Yeah, and she is someone who just finished chemo. So <laughs> trying not to, yeah, be, just to be as cautious as you absolutely as absolutely necessary. Yeah. So again, if you hear clinging. Oh, oh my. you almost lost your straw. If you hear this. Mine's on a can. It's ASMR. Yeah. And then you'll see us try to mess with our masks. They're not going to see it. Mm. <laughs> That's right. We're not on TV. In your, in your mind's eye, imagine. Imagine us shoving the, our masks into our eyeballs. <laughs> the acrobatics we have to do to sip. Because God forbid we don't drink this time. <laughs> I can't not. Now it's a tradition. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Even though we're talking about um, like more serious stuff this time. Yeah. I I was thinking as I was doing it of the stories I'm going to tell. And I'm like, I'm going to need some alcohol for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. We're talking about shame, guilt, and embarrassment. Yes. And they're, um, they're all different things. I did not know. But they like group them together. Yes. First, I, maybe you'll tell me why. But yeah. I was starting to read a book, and when I start a book, it takes me six months <laughs> to finish it. <laughs> and so I read one chapter, and in this chapter, 
I'm sorry, but did you see that? I was so quick with it. Like, I know. It's like really you really, amazing. I'm going to feel super guilty just because I'm going to be clanging the entire time because mine is like on glass and it's tilted. It's fine. I might just remove it and sip it yeah, underneath who cares? this thing. Anyway, but I was reading Jonathan Van Ness's book, Over the Top. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? I don't know, but I'm just going with It's what something you like that. Okay. Who is Jonathan Van Ness? You don't know who Jonathan Van Ness is? I think I do. But He's the uh, hairstylist from The New Queer Eye. Yes. Okay. I he, did know, but I He calls I himself to... like a big gay Jesus. Yes. I wanted to make sure that's who I was picturing in my mind's eye when you were talking about yes. it, but I'm like, what if I'm wrong? And then I'm an idiot. No. Um, <laughs> Look at... That's, definitely not. <laughs> that's embarrassment right there. <laughs> um, he was talking about in his book that he... Oh, it's called, did I say over the top? That's what you said, yes. Okay, tight. Wow. Amazing. I couldn't remember like 30 seconds ago what I said. <laughs> but he was talking about this type of therapy that he did that's called family systems therapy, and which is another thing I want to eventually like figure out or dive into or have you tell me about. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But he was talking about that, and then he was talking about um, feeling like, you know, he has this persona that people know him as on TV and people are telling him all the time, like, oh, my gosh, I want to be your best friend and I love you so much. And he is always thinking in the back of his head, like, if you knew every part of me, would you love me? What the freaking heck? That is exact. Is that not what I've been saying to you about yes. this? That's why yeah. sometimes, too, I'll say this right now. People will message me and Jerry and I message less often back because in my own mind... I'm like, if they, if I don't sound as cool or as quirky or as funny, people don't which listen is so for me. Silly. Yeah. Like, but that's what happens in my mind. So I'm like, I can't speak back to them because I'm not in my funny, silly. Quirky well, the one time she mode. messaged me and she was like, hey, someone messaged the podcast um, if you want to respond to them. And I was like, you do know that they listen to you too. <laughs> I like, couldn't, I couldn't respond. <laughs> they also want to communicate with you, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not just me. I could not accept that. Honestly, it probably isn't me. No, it is. (laughs) Well, I think a lot of them know you or come from your page, so that's why I assume, like, they're not here for me. They're here because they know you. That's not true. Well, I know that now because they say such nice things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I I understand where he's coming from because it is not that we are, like, tossed into the limelight here, but it's it's like we have a... It's a a tiny, dim little light. It's a (laughs) nightlight. It is. We are a nightlight right now, but it's a bigger light. I'm definitely reaching more people than I do just sitting on my couch crocheting. Right. <laughs> so like when people reach out to me and they're like, oh, my God, you're like, I feel like I'm your friend or they just immediately start talking to me like we are friends. Mm-hmm. Then I'm instantly like, oh, no, <laughs> they're going to realize that I'm a fake. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> imposter is, syndrome thing. Yeah. Which is crazy, by the way, too, because um, I'm the most real on this podcast, like yeah. to a fault. Sometimes yeah. when I listen back, I'm like. this is on the internet your mom here (laughs) you're gonna need to get a job someday (laughs) yeah but yeah i don't i don't know where i'm assuming we'll figure out why that happens but but when i was reading that i was relating to it a Mm -hmm. lot and thinking like i feel that way i feel like the parts that people love are the ones that I choose to present to people, almost like a mask. Yeah. And then there's more layers behind it. Like, you guys remember when I told you? You guys, I'm just staring at one person, but (laughs) there's other people listening. (laughs) Remember when I talked about playing Among Us? Yes. And how I was like, I was so fun, and I was like 
terrible, but it was funny. funny. <laughs> well, Shane just asked me time. the other. Well, yeah, but Shane asked me the other day. He's like, "Hey, they want to play again," and I was like, "With me? I, I can't. I can't play again." <laughs> yeah, because I was bad. Yeah, and it's cute the first time you're bad. But like, if you keep sucking, then yeah. you just suck. <laughs> the the cute wears off, yeah. and now you're annoyed with me, and they don't like me anymore. And yeah. he's like, "What do you mean they don't like you anymore?" I'm like, "In my mind, <laughs> they've played with me so often, and I've been so terrible that they don't like me anymore, That's and what I can't play." <laughs> yes. And he's like, "That's it's fine. They they had a great time with you." And I'm like, "That you don't understand. I've played with them three more times in my mind, and it didn't go well, <laughs> and now I can't ever let them see." My my care avatar ever again. <laughs> By the way, I watched Noah play the other day. Mm-hmm. He does he does that carrot thing. Does he? he puts the green on top too. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. Anyway, it's really good. So go on. I'm sorry. But anyway, I was just feeling like I told Shane. I go. I'm embarrassed. I'm yeah. embarrassed because I'm bad. Yeah, at you, games. You think yeah. and. So I play the dumb card because yes. it's funny if I'm not good and I'm not trying to be good. But and when it's I actually to laugh at yourself first, yeah. And when I but if I actually want to be successful, then I feel stupid. Yes. If I'm unsuccessful, yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's just this like really horrible thing. And it's yeah. that's like just one stupid example of a game. But like I feel that way with a lot of things. Like, are you gonna want to talk to me about? trauma are you going to mm-hmm. want to talk to me about um things that are deeply important to me and my faith and things that make people uncomfortable and are un- like do you want to sit with me in the dark basically right. yeah i do <laughs> <laughs> about to you shut do these that. lights off <laughs> let's get in the dark right now <laughs> no but i know what you mean that's i was i did that with my mom the other day and i kind of broke down because i was joking about I don't know if you guys know this. I'm going to let you all in on a little secret, but I'm going back to college for the first time in, like, real college. I've been yeah. to, like, two other schools. It's fine. I've changed They're my mind. real. Yeah. No, no, no. They are. I just mean this is, like, a state college. Like, yeah. an actual, yeah. um, you know, have to go to, like, I, I guess I went to class for the first one, but it was more of, like, a hands-on school. Yeah. Like, where I didn't just do strictly classes. I was learning at the same time. Anyways. I've changed my mind like six times. There's embarrassment that's come with that. But also, I'm like, I don't want to hate something for the rest of my life. Right. And I'm a picky person. <laughs> like, I want to do something that I love. You're not just one thing. And so exactly. if you have an interest and you explore it, and then you're like, you know what? As much as this is an interest of mine, it's not some, It's not something I want to do to make money forever. So yeah. I'm glad I have this knowledge. But no thank you on the job that goes with it. Yes. So, as I've said before on this podcast, it's a total defense mechanism that I joke about it, but I dropped out of college the first time. Um, And when I say that, I left school with a .8 GPA. (laughs) Like, it was bad. And I joke and laugh about it now, but the reason why was because I was in a very terrible point in my life. And, Mm -hmm. like, you know, I just didn't... I just stopped going and right. I was like, uh, we'll just forget that that ever happened. I paid off my school loans and it was like, let's forget about it. Well, now that I tried to go back, I had to do all these things and make an appeal so that I could could go back and get financial aid and all that. And I was talking to my mom and making the funny haha. And then I was like, you know what? No, I can't be funny about this because it's not funny. Like right. I'm genuinely the reason why I'm making this a joke is because I'm genuinely. I'm genuinely embarrassed of who I was when I was younger and the decisions that I made because whatever. And she was like, well, you're not that person anymore. And so you just have to do 
the right thing this time around. But the fear is that people won't allow you to be the person you are now. Exactly. The fear is that I'll just keep getting reminded, like, no, you're not. You're still that person you were 10 years ago. You're going to fail. That's why, thank God for my boyfriend this time, because I've told him that I did fail. And I'm like, you know, I'm just nervous about going back. And he's like, don't be nervous. You're not going to fail. Don't even put that in your mind, because you know you're not. You're so smart. You've done it twice now with two different things. Right. And past both. Right. you know you can do it now. Just do it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but it's hard. It is hard to, to not feel that guilt and shame and embarrassment from past It feels mistakes. like a really big hurdle yes. that you have to, and a barrier that you have to break through that's like all of your past failures are bricks stacked on top of yes. each other. And you're like staring at it. Especially when they present obstacles for the future. Right. Then it's right. really like, oh, okay. Because my thing is deflection or like just i'm gonna forget about it like let's pretend that that didn't happen and then we'll live life making a joke out of it yeah like it wasn't as serious as it freaking was and so now that i'm kind of like facing it head on which by the way i did do that appeal paper and i got it and it was freaking awesome and i'm like oh my god me that was the hardest thing i had to do because in that paper i had to admit that i messed up right i think instead of making it like haha that was funny it was like no, I'm genuinely, I'm so upset at myself right. that I did that and I had to admit it. And then, you know, just kind of that part is the hardest part. Yeah. Admitting that you messed up. But guess what, man? I felt so much better what, afterwards. Admitting that you're human? Yeah. <laughs> but it, that is, it's exactly what it is. But you, some things like that, I feel like you feel like they stick with you. Like, yeah. hey, I, that's who I was 10 years ago. So that's what people think of me now. And it's like, right. Give yourself room to grow. Right. So let's friggin' talk about it. <laughs> I'm super fascinated because I was telling Sierra when I was going down that uh, rabbit hole of thoughts was like, where we've talked about where, like, how anger is a secondary emotion. And we've talked about those kind of things. But, like, and we know that fear comes from trauma. Yes. But where the yeah, we've heck? We've talked about fear and anxiety and anger, but not these three yeah which i feel like really go along Mm -hmm. with all of them Mm -hmm. and very much sometimes i think they can be more debilitating they well we'll talk about that in the one i have two articles um the first one is a psychology today article that's like the psychology behind embarrassment shame and guilt so this one's just going to talk about um how they define them yeah and the difference kind of between them and then the second one is about i can't remember what it's called i'll tell you when i get to that one but it's more about you just like, gotta wait you just <laughs> hold on if you don't want to listen then you don't get to know <laughs> but that one is more about like how you can stop it in children because basically the only thing to do now as adults is go to therapy like right. that's it you can't right. but in children you can learn how to teach them to handle it because it'll say like there's a lot that can social anxiety, yeah. narcissism, things like eating disorders or um, sexual disorders, things yeah. like that, all come from these feelings yeah. and be mistreating these feelings, I guess, yeah. as children. So it's essentially like when left to your own device as a child, you can come up with an unhealthy coping mechanism, yeah. which then leads Absolutely. to negative and things. And I'm sure alcoholism, drug addiction. Yeah any kind of addiction really stems from these as well because i know for a lot of people that's let's be honest here that's kind of why i drink for the podcast because i'm like i I don't want to feel that embarrassment that i feel when i'm talking and i stumble over my words or i feel like i am talking too much or i say something stupid right 
So I just get a little buzz in me. <laughs> See what I'm, like, I'm. I don't care anymore. I'm curious to know. Like shame is one I'm curious to know about. Guilt. I I want to know like where what the hell's up with guilt. Yeah. Embarrassment and shame are two things that I. I don't experience that often, but if I do experience them, they're in the weirdest, stupidest ways. Oh, well, I can't wait to talk about this, and I'm very. Let's just get it because I'm excited to tell you. Can I tell you I was embarrassed yesterday because I went to get something out of. I went to the grocery store, mm-hmm. and Shane called me, and he's like, "Yo, I'm tired. Can you please pick me up an energy drink?" And I was like, "Yeah," and I was already in line, and so I was like, "What luck? There's a fridge here. <laughs> yeah, let perfect. me grab one out of here." And so I went to grab one. And, of course, I'm maintaining six feet distance sure. from the lady who is ahead of me in line. Right. And at Giant Eagle, you have to go down to the one end to, like, type into the computer. And then you have to come back to the start to put your money in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> she's down at the other end with where the computer is. I go to get into the fridge. We are distant. Yeah. My butt is to her. And then I hear, excuse me. <gasps> And I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And I was so embarrassed. Oh my I was God. so embarrassed. It was like you were a little kid that got caught doing something bad. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize you were coming back down here. And like, let me just explain my thought process for a second. Like, yeah. Like, I'm a nice person. I would never <laughs> intentionally do this. I wear my mask all the time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you want to share hand sanitizer? Oh, my God. I uh, Yeah. But like, I can tell you I shit in a closet and not care. <laughs> That's so true. See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's definitely something I feel like <laughs> you're going to need to go to therapy work. There's some shit there. <laughs> that sounds like getting caught doing something that you weren't supposed to do. Yeah. Which is what, I mean, that's like what I get I just don't like about. upsetting old people, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a thing with authority. I understand. That's yeah. why, remember, I was at Giant Eagle the other day. And I was ashamed I, of myself. I full on stole pop accidentally. <laughs> you did? tell you the story? No. I had something similar like that happen, except it was the opposite. Oh my God, I thought of another thing that happened at the store. Sorry, go We're going to have a lot of these stories. Just <laughs> so you know, it's going to be hard for me to get through these articles. I don't this care. was at the same trip. Oh my God. Sorry, well, go ahead. <laughs> that was a rough day for you. Mm-hmm. So I went to Giant Eagle and I was just getting a few things, but then I had to go to the self-checkout. And I went to the self-checkout that has the belt. It was the only place I yeah. can go and I yeah. don't like to wait in line because I get that fear of like accidentally being too close yes. to people and just whatever. So I get my stuff on and it's going down and you can't bag it. So it's just all like crumpled onto there. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I was trying to bag it and then come up and do more. Well, then a man gets directly behind me. He's an old man in a wheelchair. And I only say that because he, his wheelchair is blocking the whole entrance, and he gets right up on my cart. So, yeah. like, there's nowhere for me to go. Anyways, right. so I have one, to steal this pop. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. So I start getting anxiety because I start feeling claustrophobic and, like, trapped. Yes. Number one. Number two, he was just staring at me, and I felt like I wasn't going fast enough for him. Like, I was upsetting him in some way. Yeah. And he wasn't wearing his mask, and I was like, oh, you're one of those people. <laughs> Already, I feel like I'm disappointing you just by listening to the rules. <laughs> so I was just getting my stuff out of the cart as quickly as I can bag it all up. I did it. My card wouldn't go through. I was like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. And so I'm trying to go. And then <laughs> as I'm pulling away, I was like, so sorry, bye. And I like get to the door and as I look down, there's pop on the bottom of my card that I did not pull out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit. 
Oh, well, it was well, while I was outside. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to put my stuff away. I'll go back in. I will literally re-ring this up because yeah. I am a pussy and I can't do that. Even yeah. though I made it out of the store. No so buzzers I, went off. No. <laughs> it's pouring, by the way. This yes. is important to the story. Did you go on Sunday? No, this was like two weeks ago. Oh, I was going to say, because it was also <laughs> pouring on Sunday when I went. I know. It was kind of the same kind of weather, though. So it was cold and dreary and raining and just yeah, annoying. Perfect time for embarrassment and shame. Well, and then... So and guilt. <laughs> there's a guy coming for my cart. I don't want to talk to him. Oh. And so I'm just trying to put my stuff away as quickly as possible. I go to grab the pop... And it fucking breaks. No. <laughs> the breaks. All of my pop cans roll under my car in the rain. No. And this man starts jogging to come <laughs> help me. Yeah, and I'm like, like please stay six feet away. This is stolen pop. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to know. So I'm just like on my knees in the mud in my jeans, like pulling this pop out and just shoving it in my car because yeah. I'm embarrassed. Right. You're just handing it out to people who walk by. So you're all, they're your accomplices. Here, you this. So anyways, the moral of the story is that I put my card away and I left. <laughs> I never paid for the pop. Because what's more embarrassing? Being but, like, I stole this pop, please take it back. I stole this pop and I broke it. <laughs> and it's wet now. And most of the cans were dented. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> so do you want it back? Do you want to be embarrassed or do you want to be guilty for stealing? So I felt so guilty. I called my mom. I was like, I just stole from John Nicole. I'm going to pay twice as much next time. I felt like a piece of crap. I still feel bad about it. Mine is like not as much of a story. (laughs) But in that situation, I was feeling already a lot of embarrassment and mostly shame. Yeah. um, Because I hated the thought that this lady felt like I was encroaching upon her because right. she said with her eyes, you punk little millennial. Yeah, it's you don't in care my about space. me. Yes, because <laughs> she was older. How typical. Yes. Ugh. So, if only they knew. these young kids. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, I unload my cart and I have like so much in this cart. <laughs> and at the beginning, I picked up this ball of mozzarella cheese. Sure. Because in my head, I wanted to make this pizza and it has mozzarella cheese, like fresh mozzarella, and then it has this specific type of meat. Well, I couldn't find the specific type of meat, <laughs> and then I got distracted, filled my cart up, and then I am unloading, and I find this ball of mozzarella, and I'm yeah, like, shit. I don't need well, this. I don't need this mozzarella, <laughs> so what do I tell them? I don't need the mozzarella, and I leave it at the thing? Yeah. And now it's someone's responsibility to put away. <laughs> and now I'm rude. I'm a rude millennial. I don't care about other people and I'm rude. Right. And entitled. So now I have mozzarella up in my fridge that I absolutely <laughs> don't need for any reason at all. Let's deep fry it. Let's make some cheese sticks. Oh, hell yeah. We have breadcrumbs. <laughs> Let's do that. Never mind. I'm not embarrassed anymore. But at the moment, I was. Just, I unloaded everything in the cart and it was like tucked in the back in the corner. Yep. And I'm just staring at this ball of mozzarella like. I hate that. I don't know what to do. That's how I felt when I saw that man, except it was the total opposite. I was just like, go as fast as you possibly can. Don't even think about what you're scanning. <laughs> you can get yes. it. And then I looked down and was like, the pop was on the bottom of the cart. <laughs> Normally, I would take my time and I would remember everything, but he was yeah. pressuring me. <laughs> you and felt was... pressure just by his presence. <laughs> yes. I was like, sure, you don't even need to say anything. I'm already afraid. <laughs> like, Trust me. You're winning right now. Okay. So the first thing it says is embarrassment is often used interchangeably with shame. Although there is some overlap, embarrassment and shame are distinct constructs. So Hmm, here's the difference. 
Embarrassment is the feeling of discomfort experienced when some aspect of ourselves is or threatens to be witnessed by or otherwise revealed to others, and we think that this revelation is likely to undermine the image that we seek to project to other people. Like when my nipples get hard. <laughs> Sorry, when your nipples get what? Hard. I want people to think that I don't have I'm the opposite. It's nipples. when mine are soft that I'm like, I don't always have puffy nipples. Sometimes they're diamonds. <laughs> they cut rocks. You want them to be All just the like- time. If I'm not wearing a bra and my nipples aren't hard, I feel weird. <laughs> you just give them a quick rub before you yeah, go in. All the time. <laughs> All right, guys, you know what to do. Uh, uh, well, I never go. don't wear a bra to the store because I'm so scared. Oh, but if I would, if I like all these people that are just out there, no bra, love it, ladies. But like, when your nips are soft, how do you do that? <laughs> so I, I would immediately get scared. Be I like, don't know. Oh like, no, puffy nipples. If I see other people's nipples, mm-hmm. I don't care. But yeah, I neither. I don't want to have nipples. Same. I've never cared about people's not having a bra on. Yeah. But when I don't, like, I don't have them on right now. Can you tell how soft they are? I haven't looked at oh, all. Good. You should I'm, like, maintaining heavy eye contact right now. Especially right now. But, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know why I don't want, uh, maybe it's Barbie. Barbie didn't have nipples, and I'm like, well, I don't want nipples then. Okay, that makes sense. And I sense. don't want my ankles to bend. <laughs> to be on my tiptoes all the time <laughs> yeah that was kind of misogynistic right Why'd they make us have fucking that's stupid <laughs> and they didn't even have like heels all the time sometimes they wear tennis shoes up on their fucking feet like, like, I'm dumb. <laughs> like i'm what reaching for something on a tall shelf all the time <laughs> my calves are better be out of this phenomenal world. no but they can't because you're skinny barbie um, okay the potential sources of embarrassment include particular thoughts feelings or dispositions like actions or behaviors such as belching or nose picking or conditions or states such as a bodily blemish or an open fly <laughs> or oh. possessions such as our car or our house. And then this is my favorite thing in this whole article. It says, and relations such as our, not even such as your p- possibly, but such as our oafish partner, <laughs> criminal uncle lecherous aunt or insolent child <laughs> so you can be embarrassed of people who yes. are close to you as a reflection of you i feel that yes i feel that same um also this reminded me when you said flies being down yeah i'm embarrassed when i notice someone else's fly being me down too and i can't tell them <laughs> yes Have you ever had I it can't tell them at all that it's down i'm like great no i know and i'm sorry that i saw it i didn't mean to see that your fly was down you just want to have it down i'm in not peace. gonna tell you <laughs> so you can pull it back up but i also know that it's there <laughs> yes why have you ever had somebody who's like sitting and so they're like pants and it's just full on it's like this open and it's just white underwear i have been in situations where people are in like dresses or skirts and they're Uh sitting in a certain way yes and And you could full on see up their skirt i'm like i can't tell you but i feel like you want to know but I, I'm not allowed to tell you because I'm embarrassed that I saw. And now that I'm going to be a perv because I totally looked up your skirt. I didn't mean to, but my <laughs> eyes went down there and I saw your underwear. Yes. <laughs> Same. Yeah. One time, you want to talk about embarrassment. One time I walked out of the bar in a dress and I had tucked my back of my dress into my underwear. <laughs> so just ass out yeah. to the whole bar. <laughs> it was a 
saw. I'm sure they were fine with it. Everybody, my boss saw it. <laughs> he told me about it the next day. He was like, yeah, we all saw your ass. This is a nice ass. And I was like, this is sexual harassment <laughs> for sure. But, okay. but thank you. Uh, I also can't tell people, like, even if they tell me, Hey, if I have lipstick on my teeth, let me know. I'm like, for sure, I'll tell you. If there's something in my teeth, let me know. For sure. I'm saying I it. will not tell you. Yep. I won't tell you. As I see broccoli in your teeth right now, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, I'll tell you if there's something there. I'm not. That makes me so embarrassed because I've told you so many times to check my teeth. <laughs> and you know that's a source of embarrassment for me. I'm trying to think if I never... Do you know how much courage, if I were to tell you, do you know how much courage I would have to build up to tell you that what, there's something you in your teeth? Do you know why? Because some people, when they feel embarrassment, it comes off as anger, and then they, like, get mad at you for telling them. <laughs> and when I'm saying this now, I'm that person. <laughs> well, have, that's what I was going to ask. If I were to tell you, hey, you have something I'd on your teeth. I would get pissed, or I would make you really uncomfortable because I'd be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, don't look at me. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like that. Because my friend Shelby used to make fun of me. She'd be like, if you... She used to do this on purpose, Shelby. If you're listening, what the fuck? <laughs> she used to be like, hey, did she guys. listen? No, I doubt. Oh, okay. She used to be like, hey guys, watch this. Sierra, you have something in your hair, and just to watch me in front of a group of people to see how much I would freak out. What? And I'd be like, oh shit, oh god, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. If I see something in someone's up. hair, I'll be like, hey, let me get that. Yeah. Unless same. it's like, I've got a <sighs> lot of dry skin up here that flakes off. <laughs> Well, if, if you pull a piece of my scalp off, I'm gonna feel embarrassed. <laughs> so yeah, don't. Just yeah. be like, "Hey, do this." The other day, I was scratching my head, and I saw my sister looking at my shoulders, and I just went, "It's snowing." <laughs> <laughs> I was so embarrassed. She was like, fine. "Whatever, you smell like a whopper. Stop looking at me." <laughs> <laughs> she does. She does. <laughs> I smell like a. Wa- I told Shane today because we put up these curtains. We ha- I found the blackout curtains from Ollie's nursery at our first house, mm-hmm. and I put them up in Forest Room today because we've just had four blankets covering the windows Amazing. because the blinds weren't dark enough. Anyway, so I put them up, and I he cried, so I went in to, to tend to him. Yeah. And it smelled like a woman in there. And my first thought was, there's a ghost. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's rational. That's the first thing. I understand. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. This smells like a woman, but like, doesn't smell like my grandma Jean. <gasps> what other dead women do I know? And yeah, so yeah. I'm like just trying to go through this roll of decks of dead ladies in my head. Sure, because and then they're I, obviously uh, still wearing that perfume in the, in the <laughs> afterlife, right? And then I realize, oh, it's the curtains. Oh. They just smell like our old house. <laughs> yeah. But then I was like, it's weird yeah. that my old house smells different than my new house. Yeah. And Shane's like, I wonder what our new house smells like. And I'm like, well, we used to light a lot of candles in the old one. And we don't do shit now. So it probably smells like diapers and whoppers. <laughs> <laughs> so baby pee in my armpits. I don't know. <laughs> it's really... I don't ever smell that. It smelled really nice when I came in today. Well, we lit, a, lit candle a candle because we were inspired by the blinds or the freaking curtains i love it it was really nice i am obsessed with clothes oh yeah it's a problem for me it's a problem for my closet Mm -hmm. okay and that's why i'm so excited to be sharing newly with our audience because newly 
is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in, but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm -hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing mm -hmm. because a lot of places may not have options yeah. for everyone. And this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, I, I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. Mm -hmm. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get 20 dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or afford them? Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Honestly, a lot of times you make that appointment at your appointment you already have. I don't know when I'm going to schedule my breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to need to talk to somebody. And with Talkspace, it's so nice because you can send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace therapist can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. And it's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more. Plus, therapy can help you find the tools to cope in difficult times and just be a guiding light. So like maybe you're not going through something really intense, but you just have like, I don't know, a work issue or something going on with a friend of yours that you just need an outsider's perspective. And Talkspace is amazing for that. They also are in network with most major insurers. So check in on that. Yeah, absolutely. If you got it. Plus, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Tangents, promo code SPACE80. Ladies and Tangents is sponsored by Claritin. Luckily for those that live with symptoms of allergies, you can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I will tell you, it's so funny because in my household, Corey recently was like, I think I'm getting a cold. I'm getting a cold. I'm getting another cold. I'm like, hey, babe, I think you have allergies. Mm -hmm. I think maybe you just need to pop one of these pills. And guess what? All of his symptoms went away. I'm yep. like, mm, I don't think it's a virus. I think it's just weeds. <laughs> and I also know that whenever I go to Sierra's house, my allergies kick into place because of a certain pet. <laughs> so true. And thankfully, I'm able to enjoy all my time there. Now, 
just after I take a little Claritin D, clears yes. me right up. All my <laughs> symptoms are just like, what cat? <laughs> Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Get non-drowsy relief for allergy symptoms with Claritin D. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful release is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Spring vibes are in the air. And when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming around your house, you probably want to smell them and not your litter box. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Pretty Litter, you can. Seriously, nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. And I'm serious when I say that the, whatever magic is in those crystals, I cannot smell anytime. My cat will literally poop right next to me and I don't realize that she did it until I hear her litter box start going. It's lightweight, low dust and one six pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals also change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat like urinary tract infections, kidney issues and so much more. Which is super helpful since cats can't talk and that's important information to have. (laughs) So true. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. I know because whenever I go over to Sierra's, it's there. (laughs) have some seriously but it's so nice because I don't have to change it as much as normal but I still have some on deck then whenever I do need it and you won't run out and you don't have to go to the store and carry around a giant thing of litter go to prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy that's prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy prettylitter.com slash tangents terms and conditions apply see site for details what is the most important thing to you when it comes to menstrual care? Um, I would say probably not having to worry about leaking, going about mm. my day, and not worrying about having to run to the bathroom when you feel that, oh, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Flex. If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you've got to try Flex. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time-use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It's not a cup, and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any period product you've ever seen before. One Flex Disc can be worn for up to 12 hours, and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Yes, my white sheets love that for me. (laughs) Flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons. So, they are planet-friendly. And if you want to go with zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it and you won't lose it. Yes, which is very important. It's also disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. So when I say like this is easier to use than tampons, I really truly believe that. Well, this beginner is grateful for that. (laughs) Yes. It's also velvety soft and completely body safe and it lasts for years. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash tangents and use code tangents for 20% off flex disc starter kits. Or 10% off your first flex cup. Plus, you get free U.S. shipping. 
That's code tangents at flex, flexfits.com slash tangents. Um, okay, this says, I like this too. It says sources of embarrassment need not be beneath our projected image. So what that means is, um, it says, but merely out of keeping with it. So that means that you could be embarrassed by rich parents or by having received a rare education. I know. Right? Sorry, I rolled my eyes. <laughs> Same. Oh, but my parents are rich. That's remi- embarrassing. That reminds me very much of Lorelai Gilmore. And I oh, watched that yeah. again as like an adult. And I'm like, mm, I kind of hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I used to fucking love the Gilmore Girls. Yeah. And when I watched it again, I'm like, your Emily just wanted to love like your daughter. Yeah. Like, I know there was a problem between them, but I was like, just let her pay for her college or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, oh, poor you. Do you know you, how expensive it is? You have rich parents. Sorry. <laughs> I can't even get a fucking loan <laughs> for like $5,000. And she wants yeah. to pay for her to go to Yale. Yeah. What the freaking hell? All right. Shame. Uh-huh. Difference. Whereas embarrassment is a response to something that threatens our projected image but is otherwise morally neutral, shame is a response to something that is morally wrong or reprehensible. Mm. So it's normally accentuated if it's an object if if it's an object is exposed. I don't know what that means. If an object is exposed, like it says if it's if its object is exposed. So Sorry. like my nipples. So that's my nipples. <laughs> Maybe. Something in my teeth is embarrassment. (laughs) Yeah, but unlike embarrassment, also attaches to a thought or action that remains undisclosed and undiscoverable to others. So embarrassment can be intense, but shame is a more substantial feeling in that it pertains to our moral character and not merely our social character, if that Mm, makes sense. So it's like, let me tell you, this is where I felt shame, (laughs) that I did something shameful. Yeah. So the other day, I... Took my sister up. Her cat was dying, we thought. Yeah. <laughs> he just has an es- upper respiratory infection, but we didn't know. He has COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. He couldn't. He wouldn't eat yeah. for like 24 hours, so she started to get nervous. We wore masks, but I drove her up and him. Here's a funny story. Sorry. Have you ever like went to say something and then you like two things, but you mix them up? Yes. <laughs> she went to say to him, because he was meowing, I love you. T-. She wanted to say like... Mommy loves you, mm-hmm. or I love you, Toby. You're my baby. Mm-hmm. And she said, I love you, Toby. You're my mom. <laughs> <laughs> she were her cat, and I fucking laughed so hard I almost dropped the car <laughs> because it came out so, she was so certain. I love you, Toby. You're my mom. <laughs> what if? And I was like, Toby's our mom. <laughs> <laughs> so when the lady came out to get him, because it's COVID, so we had him. That's our mom. <laughs> that's what I said to her. Because it's COVID, so they come out to your car yes. and you stay in there. Mm-hmm. And I go take care of him. He's our mom. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, when she came back out to give him back, like back to, to us, to give you your mom, back. to give me your mom. <laughs> I was joking around. We had been in the car for like an hour. Okay, yeah. we p- played Family Feud on my phone. I had been wearing a mask. Like, I was yeah. just really tired. <laughs> right. I was wearing these new pants that I bought. Yes. My yoga pants, comfy pants. Yes. They come up comfortably to my waist. Mm-hmm. But I told Taylor, I wonder if I, c- I didn't have a bra on too. <laughs> and it was getting hot in the car, so I took my coat off. Yeah. I said, I wonder if I could tuck my boobs. At this. Oh, no. <laughs> so I did. 
and I can't. Here you go. So I'm going to show you. I went like this, and uh-huh. then I went, check it out. Just like this. And at that moment, the woman knocked on the door. I have my boobs tucked into my pants. And, and she and I'm showing Taylor, and uh-huh. she knocks on the door. And I was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and it was the most shameful thing. Yeah. That I felt as an adult because I was just like, no, I wasn't tucking my tits into my pants. I'm 30. <laughs> I would never. I would not do that. With this as a serious situation, he's sick. Our oh. mom is very sick. <laughs> oh, anyways. I have another story about shame, too. Please do. Here's another time. My fir- This is my first time feeling shame. I was. You can remember? Yes. It's vividly because. Oh, my God. So I was like eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe younger. I didn't know what sex meant, but I knew I had heard it. And I wanted... That you had heard the act or heard the word? <laughs> I heard the word. Okay. I was like... Ew. I probably had heard it, but you're I... just like sitting there hearing sounds and you're like, I think that's sex. That sounds like sex to me. <laughs> I'm not too sure. But I think... <laughs> sounds like making love. <laughs> y- y'all fucking in there? <laughs> so... I don't remember what happened, but it was right when Titanic came out. So maybe I was mm, we were younger. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the story? I don't know if I remember the story, but I remember the scene. <sighs> so me and Brianne. My mom let me watch Titanic. Brianne, the Barb. one who... Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just said your full name, but I'm sure she <laughs> won't care. Because she did nothing wrong. I think it was me, her, and Abby. Okay. And we were up on... It, we, it was at recess. We were up on the slide. Okay. Brian had a piece of paper, and she's like, let's all write something about Titanic that we loved, because we all watched it, and our moms should not have let us. I think all of us watched it, like, on TV. Where the fuck was I? I don't know. I think you were, this was might have been when we were in groups that were fighting. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it was just us three up there. Yeah. And, um, I was getting married under the slide. Probably. Okay. And then Abby wrote something like, really big waves. And then, and then Brian wrote, I love boats. And then me, being someone who needed attention at the time, wrote, I had a dream that I had sex with Leonardo DiCaprio. What? I can't believe I never told you this. How did you... I'm just imagining the spelling of an eight-year-old. I think I spelled it all right. (laughs) I'm more impressed that I spelled Leonardo DiCaprio's whole name. Uh, Well, that's what I was more concerned with. But I wrote it, and everybody was like, hee, 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 oh my god, you're so bad. I was like, yeah, that's right, (laughs) girls. I'm a badass. Well, there was another girl that we used to hang out with. She was a little bit more of a goody-goody. She was listening. She ran and told a teacher. And I didn't know. And we're all just sitting there like, ha-ha, what do you think? (laughs) Or whatever. And then I look up, and one of the aides is standing right behind us. She's like, what you writing, girls? And I ran. (laughs) I did not look back. I started running across the... (laughs) The yeah. basketball courts to the swings on the other side, uh-huh. and I hid behind a bush <laughs> until the bell rang, and I didn't go inside. And she had to come find me, <laughs> and she was like, "What's up? You're in so much trouble. <laughs> we have to call your mom." And I was like, "Yeah, sounds about right." <laughs> and what? I don't remember this I at all. Didn't tell anybody. I didn't. I made Brienne and Abby swear. I guarantee to this day they don't remember it because I literally was like, "Don't you ever fucking tell anybody about this?" Yeah. We had to go. I felt so bad because 
they were not snitches. And so nobody owned up, even though everybody knew it was me. Yeah. They wouldn't own up to who wrote that part. Damn, they're real ones. They really were. So we all had to sit in the office and write on a page, I will not write whatever, like a hundred times. I will not talk about sex. <laughs> Basically. And I was like so embarrassed because I kept having to write this word over and over again that I wrote before. Yeah. And I didn't know what it meant. But at that S-E-X. point, I was like, oh, this is not just mean kissing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is something graphic that I don't know about. Right. And so then they told my mom and my mom freaked out on me. And I was sorry, mom. Sorry. I told this story. And she's probably like, Sarah. <laughs> How did you know about that it was called sex? Um, I think because my mom used to watch Friends a lot. Oh. <laughs> and so, like, I knew I had heard the word because they my say My mom it. used to bake cookies every Thursday and watch Friends. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, we would watch Baywatch and Friends, and they would never, like, talk about what the act was, but they would say the word sex. And I was like, what is that? And then I think one time my oh. mom said, like, kissing. Yeah. And then I was like, ah, oh, they just kissing. Well, I would love to set sex Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't know that it was not just kissing. <laughs> but in that case, I stand by what I wrote. <laughs> I still fuck. What's up? <laughs> 8.29. I'd still do it. So I anyway, thought you were giving a date. And I was like, <laughs> damn, manifest that shit. You got like almost a year. <laughs> I really will. COVID's going to be hopefully gone by then. <laughs> no. Yeah. But maybe we can Let's... touch other people. No? In maybe next don't August? Ever. Don't ever touch other people. Never. Yeah. That's really sad. <laughs> I just had to be like, is that August? What you just did? Do you is know it? what's something no, I'm it's not. super? Yes, it is. It is. You know what's something I'm super, it is embarrassed. It's not shame. Um, to this day, I did singing lessons. Yes, for me. No. Also on the playground. I did that. Yeah. I, but remember I was I so asked obnoxious. You I was so obnoxious. <laughs> I I know. Okay. Adult Jerry is embarrassed how child Jerry was. Like how confident child Jerry was. You were so was. confident. So um, I, I took singing lessons. Mm-hmm. And for one of my recitals, I had to perform at a nursing home. And... I used to get horrible anxiety when yeah. I was singing and I was holding out this note and all of a sudden my mouth filled up with saliva. Uh Oh, and I was like, I'm either going to throw up <laughs> or I, I don't know what's going to happen. And all of a sudden mid note, Oh no, my throat just like no. swallowed. And so I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Afterwards, everyone hate it when it involuntarily does. Yes, it, for it involuntarily you. like <laughs> emptied the drain essentially, <laughs> and I, people were coming up to me afterwards, and they were like, "You did such a nice job, honey. Thank you so much for coming here." You can know I fucking didn't. Okay, yes, but I ended up teaching and uh-huh. then taking my students to work there at yeah. that specific one, and I learned that where I sang at. Was the dementia? (laughs) So they don't remember. They don't remember or care at all. They probably were like unaware of that you were even there. Yes. And so now I've spent my whole life embarrassed that these people heard me like involuntarily swallow a note, and they. 
they don't know what's happening at all. <laughs> Do you know what I think about now that you said that? Now that I know people who are teachers and who have been teachers, mm-hmm. how many fucking people did that teacher who caught what I said fucking tell about that? Everyone. Story? I guarantee it. Everyone. She probably made a photocopy of the notes and kept it <laughs> in a folder. Oh my God, I bet she I had one of a student who wrote her, f- oh, shit. her favorite drink was poop. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> she meant pop, oh. but she spelled it with two O's. Okay, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I like to drink poop, is what <laughs> she wrote, and I was like, okay. Awesome. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. By the way, I just need you to know, because we're talking about silly things like that, my mom got a new phone number for work. I won't give you the whole thing, but I just need you to know that the last four numbers are six nine six nine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh. I can't. How do you? How are you serious when you tell people you're like, here's my business card. Yeah, <laughs> call me on my number six nine six nine six seven eight triple nine eight two one two. Okay. So, shame arises from measuring our actions against moral standards and discovering that they fall short. If our actions fall short and we fail to notice, we can be shamed or made to notice. If having been made to notice, we do not much, we do not mind, we can be said to be shameless or to have no shame, which is where that comes from with the fucking, you know. I feel like I'm shameless a bit. Frank Gallagher. Well, I have to tell you something. People that are shameless a little bit are a touch narcissistic. <laughs> I've been told that I'm a touch yep. narcissistic. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't think that about you, but I yeah. could, that's what it I will here. say. Okay, here's an actual serious thing that happened. <clears throat> I've been uh, struggling mm-hmm. a bit um, with two children. For sure. And... Um, when I am in a situation where I am like tied up, my focus has to be a forest. Yes. Ollie wants my attention yeah. and does things to get my attention in a way that is um, undesirable. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, borderline dangerous. Right. So, and there are also times where like he gets a hold of like equipment or gear that is like, and not like, any of my serious stuff, but like picked up a battery right. from my camera and threw it. And I have snapped to yeah. the point where I have used an, a tone that I'm not proud of. Mm-hmm. And I have like held him and yelled into his face. Mm-hmm. And that's something I'm ashamed of. Yeah. And I, I have been like trying to joke and come up with funny stories of things I'm embarrassed of and sh- ashamed of, but no, it's re- nothing like is that. real. Yes, but that that is something that I lie awake thinking like I can never take that back. Yeah, I can never change that. Well, I think to you, it's it says our own moral high grounds, but to you, you hold parenting as a very high like yeah. on your priorities yeah, of yeah, things yeah. to be. A plus at right, which and we're all gonna make mistakes as parents. That is just gonna happen, right? But I think that's why you feel that so strongly. Oh my god, my inner like <laughs> you did not ask me to like no come up with the reason, but I'm like, let me just tell you why I think that is. No, um, but obnoxious. like I, but it sometimes when you explain things to me yeah. and you like word them in the jargon, I'm like, I have to do mental gymnastics to try and have them make sense in my mind, but realizing that like shame is something with the whole moral high ground um it that is something where yeah. i'm like 
I don't, I, my personal self, yeah, it's very hard to right. shame or embarrass me as a person. Because I think to you, that's not high up here. Yeah, I don't care that yeah. much. <laughs> I truly right. don't. Um, now, I will say there are times when, like, if we are, like, when we did the podcast with the guys and I thought that Shane was um, sounding drunk. Yeah. I got embarrassed. Yes. Yeah, or yeah. was it, is that shame? Mm-mm. It's embarrassed? Yes. I was embarrassed because I was like, I don't want people to think yes. differently of him. That he just is like Right, and I don't <laughs> want this. To, yeah, and yeah. I don't, well, not even that he's drunk all the time, but like that he just sounds a certain way. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, when yeah, I totally. listened back to it, he didn't. It did, no. He didn't at all. It was just, I was fearful of that. Well, and we could also see. Yes. <laughs> Yes. It looked different than it sounded. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because you know him and you know how he looks and sounds all the time. Right. Like to other people, when I listened back, I was like, oh. And even in the moment, even though I could see. Yeah. The, the See, I know that he doesn't talk that much that quickly. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. doesn't go on that long. Yeah. And so, unless he drinks. Yeah. And then I'm like, So oh, you're like, this okay, is telltale sales. Sales? These are telltale signs yes. to me. Yes. So I know, and other people are going to, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nobody, I don't think anybody would know. That's how I feel about Corey, though, sometimes. Love you so much, but. I have to remind myself of that now. Yeah. But separately, the whole, like, yelling thing was something that I was like, I am ashamed of this. Oh, absolutely. There's so many things that I do Especially with because on here, I talk about having so much patience, patience and, and yeah. And I feel like a liar now. Well, that's the other thing I think I was going to say that, too. When we put on, like, not put on, but try to, like, talk up certain things, which I think is not a bad thing to do because we're all human beings. So even if we talk like, hey, this is what you should do as a parent. This is what I'm trying to do. You're going to slip and fall from that. But I think then when you say it, you feel like a liar. Same with, like, the we talk so highly about masks and social distancing. So, like... When you go out in public and you accidentally don't social distance one right. time or something like that, you know right. what I mean? You're like, oh my God, I'm a fake, I'm a fraud, I'm I'm right. a liar. And yeah, right. that's what, uh, when I don't meet my the standards that I set for myself. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay, so Aristotle points out that shame also arises from lacking in honorable things shared by others like us. So that might be, again, the parenting thing with you because you say you watch so many of those, like, yeah, which I'm and you really have to remember that those parents have done the same thing, even though they don't act like they have, they absolutely have. Yeah, They're, it you just don't ever see that. They're well, not going to yeah. post that. Yeah, and and I and the people that I follow and things, um, and who I use as like resources mm-hmm. have shared like, yeah, I've lost my temper. Mm-hmm. I'm human. It's important to have a conversation after the fact, explaining it, and I have, right. and like I I do that as well, but it's something that like. I think I mentioned this before. I don't want it to be something that happens often. Yes. And he thinks, oh, well, you know, someone can treat me in this way. And, and as fine. long as they apologize, then it's fine. Yes. So I developed a slick new move. Oh, what do you do? I, well, first I started involuntarily humming and that scared him. <laughs> <laughs> he thought like. Honestly, somebody just humming <laughs> for no reason is fucking terrifying. I started losing it and I was like. He wanted he wanted a spoon, and I was like, <laughs> and then I like handed it to him, and he was like, I don't think I want this spoon anymore. <laughs> and so now, instead, I 
uh, just start involuntarily. Well, is it involuntarily or prompt? Uh, spontaneously. There you go. I start spontaneously doing yoga. Okay. So I drop to the ground into <laughs> child's pose. Sure. And then I, you know, chaturanga. Well, maybe you'll teach him then um, when he's feeling really over. Could you imagine him being at school? And just and like just dropping into child's pose. He, all of a sudden, amazing. he's cat cowing around <laughs> I love the schoolyard. That's what I do. That's my I, favorite one. I do child's pose. I do go up into tabletop. Pregnancy? And then I do cat cow was the shit. So for my good. Spine. Oh my god. Do a little cobra. Yeah. Little up dog. Yeah. Little 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 uh, what's up dog. <laughs> I uh, say hello to the sun and bring it back to the chest. Yes, always. Do a little Yoga shavasana. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. She's my girl. I do whatever I, I like. Honestly, that's my flow that I do. Just whenever I'm losing my shit, so I don't scream. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, but I'm wondering, like, is he gonna be older and thinking, "Hey, uh, is this fucking weird?" That that I, that? <laughs> I see all those TikToks now yeah. of people that were like, "Share something that you thought was normal, and now you know it's not." And I'm like, "How many things are my son gonna like yes. realize that what we did was not normal?" <laughs> yes. And yep, that's it. All right, so this is finally it's possible to feel shame vicariously, to share the shame of another person or to feel shame on their behalf, particularly if they are closely allied or associated to you. Thus, even virtuous people who, with no personal cause for it, can experience shame, and so much is also true of embarrassment and other emotions that you can feel secondhand. Um, All right, so let's see. People with low self-esteem are more prone to shame, obviously, because Mm -hmm. having a poor self-image, they're harsher upon themselves. In some cases, they may defend against shame with blame or contempt, often for the person who incited their shame. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, this is likely to lead to even deeper shame and even lower their self-esteem. While overwhelming shame can be destructive, mild or moderate, shame is mostly a force for good because it spurs us to lead more ethical lives. Hmm. So that's good. This is guilt. Um, guilt pertains to an action or actions and to blame or remorse in remorse. Shame says I am bad. Guilt says I did something bad. So that's the difference. See, I feel like mine are overlapping. They are. They kind of work together, I think. But more subtly, shame involves falling short of cultural or societal moral standards and guilt involves falling short of one's own moral standards. Okay. So that's, again, yeah. I mean, the parenting thing might overlap, but you probably hold yourself to a higher standard. I know you do. Yeah. Than what society does for parents. Because yeah. society's like, don't kill them. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, that's it. Whereas it's like, maybe I want to not have them, like, the least amount of things Trauma. they're going to tell their yeah. therapist when they get yeah. older, you know? I still, I don't know if this is because I babysat for so long, but I still feel like... Today, I started making dinner, I don't know, like 4.30, 5 o'clock, mm-hmm. and Shane got home probably close to 6, and he came home and he grabbed a beer, and I was like, we can drink? Yeah. And so then I opened a bottle of wine, and I was like, I think I'll have a glass of wine yeah. while we make dinner. I didn't know I was allowed to do that. And, like, of course, I'm not, like, popping. Getting drunk. Yeah. But I, I have this weird thing, like, I... I'm going to get in trouble. Yes. But like by who? Because I'm your the mom. Are awake. Yeah, exactly. It's your yeah. rules. <laughs> I know. But that's like the weird thing is like if I'm on my phone too much, if yeah. I'm in a different room than them for too long, if I'm not like 
I don't know. I just have these this weird list of things in my head. Same. That like if that I'm gonna get in trouble. Noah will be up in his room, like just hanging out. He entertains himself, yeah. like whatever. It's his little zone. And then for like four hours, I'll be just downstairs doing yeah. either something that I want to do or housework or whatever. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh my God, I'm not hanging out with him right now. And then I look back and I'm like, did my mom ever <laughs> hang out with I me? I know. You know what I mean? But he's an only child, so I feel like I have to. But at the right. same time, it's like, says who? Right. He, he is fine up there. If he misses me, he'll come downstairs. I don't right. want him to be have like total separation anxiety for me whenever he has to go to school right. or whatever. Because that's what started to happen when we did remote learning and we were together 24-7. Yeah. Then when he went back to school, he was having like physical anxiety symptoms. Right. Which I think was what happened today. But right. things like that, because he was literally together with me, we were playing games together and doing all this stuff. And I was feeling like, this is awesome. But at the same time, I think I messed up. <laughs> because well, that's, now he doesn't want to be not near me. I told Shane, like, my whole thing was, I want Ollie to be independent. And yeah. I want to do it from the jump. Yes. So, like, if I, if he needs to have some, like, independent time where, like, even as a newborn, like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to do it with Forrest, where I give him some time to just, like, I don't know, lay on the ground and look at the Christmas lights. Chill and out, then just, yeah. like, figure out. Because literally, point at something. He's never seen it before. Yeah. Okay? Everything's <laughs> fucking new. Yeah. So I'm trying to give him some time independently so that he can develop this ability to entertain himself. Sure. And I wanted to do that with Ollie, and I thought I did a good job of it with Ollie, but now I don't think I did <laughs> Because I think back to the beginning of his life, and he was next to me 24-7. Right. He was not in a different room than me. And then we moved when he was three months Uh old. And so we we lived with my parents for a month while we were closing on our house. Yep. And then we were remodeling, and so we lived in the basement. which is room together. Right. Yep. And so, like, there was never... Well, even if he... We have, like, two rooms down here, but even, like, it was the basement, and it was unfinished, and so, like, I didn't feel safe leaving him to be anywhere. Right, So, I had to be next to him, and then if we were upstairs, the house is under reconstruction. So, you definitely have to be. It was just, like, I wanted him to be independent, and now he's not, and now I feel like I screwed up, and I feel guilty that I didn't do things the right way. But if he was too independent, you would also feel the same way, because you'd be like, did I, was he, did he feel neglected? Like, did he feel like I wasn't watching him enough, or around him enough? I still feel like I don't, I didn't read to him enough, or I Mm -hmm. didn't do enough shapes with him, I didn't do enough colors with him, and every time I go to the doctor, I feel like they're testing me. Oh my god. like... Oh, sweet Lord. Am I going to pass? Yeah. Are you going to let me keep him? (laughs) Please. Like, I feel like he's going to have to say the alphabet. And if he messes up a letter, then they're like, well, sorry, you're going to have to leave him here. (laughs) Well, he's ours now. Right. We'll raise him. Yes. Yeah. And then you have to remember some of the people that do have kids and get to keep them. (laughs) I I know. That's what I have to think about. I do, too. Because that's the one thing that I've never I've never felt more guilt in my life than I do from being a parent. That sounds terrible. Mm -hmm. But seriously, it feels like no matter what decision you make, it's the wrong decision because you truly don't know until they get older how it's going to what the outcome is going to be. You have no idea. 
And it's harder now because we have access to everyone else's parenting yes. online. Yes, and everyone else who is an adult who was like, this is what my parents did to fuck me up. And then you're like, okay, okay, well, I won't do that. I won't do that. But then you have one person that's like, my mom never showed me any attention. And mm-hmm. then you have the other person that's like, my mom Smothered was around me. all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, which one is it? What do you need me to do? I don't know. Like, it's so hard for me. It's, it's, oh, it's so hard. <laughs> and then, like... Seeing, I I play this comparison game where I look at other children who are similar ages mm-hmm. to Ollie, and I'm like, Don't do that. <laughs> I know, but I'm it's like, oh my get gosh, worse when they're in school because there's always kids that are like advanced and up, and Noah's like more advanced, mm-hmm. but not like super advanced. Yeah. and I'm like, why is he not a genius? <laughs> Did I fuck up somewhere? I know that's the thing is, but then, but then I don't want to project those fears and those anxieties into them yes because parenting's the worst i I mean it's the best but it's so hard (laughs) but i know that the inner voice that you have a lot of it comes from your parents yes it does it seriously does that's what my therapist used to tell me she was like that inner voice you're hearing in your head is blank person who i used to talk about in therapy all the time right and i was like you're exactly Holy shit, it's not in their voice, but it is coming out as their words. Right. I never speak to other people the way I speak to myself in my head, right. ever. But right. I've heard that person speak to other people the way that I'm speaking in my right. head. And, like, Shane sometimes will be like, oh, you have a stinky butt or something oh, like that. I know, like and that. you're like, don't tell him that. <laughs> I, yeah, I do. Or he he's like, your hair... Or I, I today was like, oh my gosh, your hair is crazy. And as something as innocent as that... <laughs> I'm afraid he's going to like attach yeah. himself to, and then he's going to grow up and now see his hair as crazy. Yes. No matter what, he's not. Well, first of all, I cut it, boy. Of course, it's crazy. Okay. <laughs> right. We've been in quarantine. It's really hard. For, you've had four haircuts, and I've given them all to you, and they're all bad. <laughs> but I don't want him to hear anything that we've said about him physically. And been like, that's me yeah just like off the cuff because we didn't think anything about it and then him that be something that becomes an insecurity it's like a seed that we planted that we didn't yeah. mean to I turn mean, into something hi, i was called snaggle teeth like my whole childhood yeah. and i literally don't like to smile with my teeth anymore and I, I make jokes about my teeth because i hate them so much my gums and my nose yep. are two of my and my eyes. Like yeah. it it's this sounds so horrible. But, but look at people, the way people talk about your son. That's what I was gonna features. say. People talk about how um they they talk about how Forrest looks like me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, he has your eyes. And I I'm like, okay. I don't want him to have my eyes. Yeah. Because people talked about how tiny my uh-huh. eyes are. People talked about um, how squinty I am, yeah. and well, they said when I smiled, my eyes disappeared. I don't want him to have those eyes. I don't want people to think that of him. I don't mm-hmm. want him to think so. Like, but I look at him and I think he's cute. He's the cutest freaking. Yeah. But I can't think of myself as cute yes. because I'm tainted. And yeah. so now I'm like in this weird position of like wanting him to be proud of the features he has. But how do I teach him to be proud of them when I don't like them on myself? Exactly. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we'll have time for the second article. We might yeah. have to make that a separate one that we do. But that was kind of something. The way that we treat guilt and shame and like outwardly, we have to watch doing in front of our child because yeah. that will eventually be the way that they treat shame and guilt. Shit. I know, man. It's freaking hard. And when I think about it, I love you, mom. But that's 
like my mom used to be like, oh, I can't go out anywhere because I'm going to look crazy. Uh-huh. I don't want people to see me without makeup on. Like it, for a long time. Yeah. And she'll admit that. And my sister's the same way. And that's right. why all three of us for the longest time. Now, I, Corey said to me the other day, he's getting, he goes, I'm so proud of how comfortable you're getting going out looking homeless every day. <laughs> and I was like, I love you so much. I really am. <laughs> it's, at this point, I truly don't care. Right. And I have my tits tucked into my pants. <laughs> like, it is a life, and I'm living it. Yeah. But for the longest time, I could not go out unless I was picked perfect because I was afraid of what other people would think. And I, I don't want to... But I watched my mom do that, and I'm sure she watched someone that she loved do that, and right. vice versa, and vice versa. You know what I mean? It just was a long line of... So I try not to do that. My son's a boy, so I don't think he'll get it as yeah. much, obviously, but... I try not to do that with him, and he truly could not care less because I tried to put gel in his hair for school today because he just got a really cute haircut. Mm-hmm. I was like, here, let me do your hair. And he goes, Mom, no one does their hair unless it's picture day. <laughs> it's not a big deal. No one's looking at my hair. And I was like, okay. Love that. <laughs> yes, Keep that amazing. attitude. Hold on to like, that. You're absolutely right. They probably aren't. You're in school. You're there to learn. I will let you go with right. your... I didn't even brush it. <laughs> I used to have to tell, like, I didn't care. I used to tell myself all the time, like, as often as you're thinking about yourself, that's as often as people are thinking about themselves. Yes. So if you are not actively thinking about other people and and in a negative way, mm-hmm. like I'll see someone and be like, "Dang, that's a cool outfit. I that, want that outfit." That's what I freaking tell my mom because yeah. she's like, "See, our people are gonna think this and this," and I go, "Do you think that about other people? They're not thinking that about you. Right. I promise." No. No, if they're thinking anything, if they think anything, it's positive, yes. unless they're a piece of shit. And then why do, you, why do you want to be around that right. person? You don't. Or they're thinking about something they hate they, about themselves. themselves. Absolutely. And they're hoping that you don't notice. But yeah. you're not noticing you're because thinking you think about you're thinking about yourself. Yes. So that was always what I remembered. And I think that's why I got so comfortable not giving a shit about It's really nice when you don't. Because that's how I feel right now. Like, I'm like, if you are looking at me and judging me then something's wrong inside with you and that's yeah. a problem because i feel fine yeah going out in public like this it right. does not matter i know that i'm clean so other than that i do not care what i look like right um i'm wearing my boyfriend's shirt again like yeah. same pants five days in a row it doesn't <laughs> matter <laughs> nobody should be looking we're here to learn <laughs> we're in school <laughs> but for life um the one thing it did say also Oh, shoot. What was I going to say? There was something that you reminded me of that I read in the other article. Oh, it said something helping your children. One of the things you could say to them, like, let's say that they fell off the rope. This was the example they gave. And I'm like, what is this, 95? Who says ropes (laughs) in gym class? That's so dangerous. Honestly, I was so mad that we never had a rope. I was so pumped to climb a rope. Right? I don't know why. (laughs) We never did. So I'm like, that's not even a thing that they do anymore, I'm pretty sure. But that was like a thing that they used as an example of falling down off it. And uh, your child coming home and being super embarrassed that people are going to think about that. Because in their mind, they're going to think about that for yeah. months. So they're like, they're, that's going to be on everybody's mind. What they told you to do is to tell them, when was the last time somebody fell off the rope? Do you remember? Are you still thinking about that on a daily basis? You're not. So right. you need to remember that that's how other people are viewing it. Right. They've moved on. Probably the next day they've moved on. It was right. funny in that moment or they laughed or whatever. You felt embarrassed. And I then feel it, good and then because that's how I cope. Yeah. And then it's over. Yeah. And that's the best thing that you can do is to just remind them that it's only going to last for a second. Right. 
but it's up to you whether you carry that with you. Yeah. Or if you let it go in that moment, because they're going to. Right. They're not going to remember what happened. Like you, I told you that thing. You were my best friend in elementary school, and yeah. you didn't remember the sex thing. No, no, I, I no. guarantee it. You probably heard about. it. I was it. too busy trying to feed the dog <laughs> through the fence, <laughs> or taking your singing lessons. Oh. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, the dog. Do you remember, I remember the dog? Those dogs. <laughs> there was two, right? Yeah. Uh, um, we got in trouble every time. They were like, "Get away from the dogs!" I'm like, "But there's fucking dogs over here." <laughs> You're gonna tell us that we can't touch them? If okay. they didn't want me to hang out with them, they wouldn't be at this fence every time we were out here. Right. Um, they know I'm going to sneak them snacks. <laughs> we did. We did. Um, we used to feed them the berries that mm-hmm. were like growing on the weeds. And I'm like, I don't know if this is good for dogs, but they keep coming back. Um, so I don't know if you, I don't think you were in the same house as me in eighth grade. I don't think we ever were. It was very depressing. I'm pretty sure we were in opposites every year. You're like one heron per house. I know. I was like, fuck you. So I remember we had to write this paper Mm -hmm. and then we had to draw a picture Mm -hmm. about an embarrassing moment. Yes. And I don't know if it was like because of a story we were reading and they're like, no, you tell us your embarrassing moment, which like fuck you to the teacher who did that because like do we have to tell them out loud because that's horrible no i think we had to write it it was like weird. a writing prompt yeah, that was I like tell like... us your embarrassing story to relate to this story as and a then fucking I can... middle school yep. my and whole can... life is an embarrassing moment <laughs> then i can read this to all my teacher friends at lunch oh my god but anyway so because i know that's what they do absolutely so oh anyway god. um i remember not having anything to write about. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know anything don't I'm embarrassed, embarrassed of. Yeah. So I wrote that I showed up to practice late because I forgot my shorts. And because I showed up late for forgetting my shorts, the whole team had to run and they were mad at me. Ah. And she, the notes she wrote back on it was, why is this embarrassing? And I was like, well, now I'm embarrassed because she didn't <laughs> think my embarrassing story was embarrassing. <laughs> Now I feel <laughs> stupid for telling you this story that was obviously not right. Just fucking fail me. I would rather take the F that explains to you why this is embarrassing. You're like, can I rewrite this? Because now is an embarrassing moment, you fucking yeah. dick. Yeah. Oh, see, at that point, I would have had so many. So many. Because I, I was embarrassed by everything. We had very different middle yeah. school lives. <laughs> lives. Well, you know what? I What was I going to write? You know what? Here's the problem. It wasn't well, that want, I didn't write have... a period story because I'm not going to tell you about that. I hadn't had it yet. Teacher. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. We were like, we were both like freshmen. What am I talking about? Oh, no, I did in eighth grade, but it was like later in the year. I was a freshman. And it was during health class and I got up and the boy I was, I had like a crush on and like we were going to start no. dating. Pointy. <laughs> no. He was like, oh my God, what's on that chair? And I was like, ew, that's disgusting. I don't know. And I moved to a different <laughs> chair. And he's like, oh my God, it's on all the chairs. And I'm like, ew, what? And then I got home and realized that I was just bleeding on all the chairs in health class. <laughs> but like shit like that, or um, I want to. F- Which again, you're not going to fucking write about because you're traumatized. Ex- exactly. Is that what you want me to write about, Mrs. Bombeck? Do I don't want me to think f- so. <laughs> we did not have the same house because I did not have her. Oh. But seriously, that is that is so traumatizing. Yeah. Moments like that, I'm like, what? or how about when the English teacher, or no, she was the English teacher, the reading teacher. Why aren't you the same thing? Yeah. But why anyway, do we have two different <laughs> ones? <laughs> so the reading teacher found out that I could sing. Turned the lights off, made no. everyone stare at a Christmas no. tree. Wait, maybe we were in the same house because I, I think I was in your reading class. And she goes, 
Jerry's going to sing Silent Night. I and I had to her. sing Silent Night in front of the whole class. Can you? Oh, my God. For sure. For sure. There was several people in that class being like, why the fuck is this happening? Literally. Literally. I was mortified. I don't blame you. That's horrible. I was also mortified in that class when we had to. They um did like uh profile silhouettes yeah and then we had to like write a poem in them and all i kept thinking of was the guy again who called out my period in health class had to draw my silhouette (gasps) oh no and i I told you i'm ashamed of my nose and i'm like oh my god this is mortifying this is mortifying and then they taped up all of the silhouettes around the room and i'm like well i can find mine immediately (laughs) because it's the one with a fucking beak because eighth grade you know that bitch grew 10 times before the rest of my head did yeah remember how one of my boobs grew and they called me uniboob for like the longest time i wore three bras oh well yeah obviously you have to (laughs) underneath my air apostle shirt that said something stupid on it i'll be honest with you i wore two bras like three years ago (laughs) forever because i was like i need one of those for like to cover my nips and then the other one because we can't that know up. that we have nipples yeah no i don't want anybody to know so i need padding yeah and then a push yes <laughs> yes and i would go to like this wasn't three years ago because i was with my boyfriend so this was probably like 10 what do you do ago? then because i remember go to a guy's house and i had yes. to like hide one of my bras underneath his sink <laughs> want him to go try to take my bra off and realize there was two bras. Why, you tricky bitch? I really was. And then before I left, I was like, hang on, I gotta go to the bathroom. And I stuck my bra into my <laughs> pants before we left. Damn, what is it your obsession with sticking your boobs in your pants? <laughs> That's really funny. I don't know. But I did because I had a, ja- a winter jacket on so then I could just, it was bulky so you couldn't tell. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you can take me home now. <laughs> so, like, I know. I remember the again. It's the same guy who called out my period and drew my schnoz silhouette. He's a real dick. For is he sure, who I think he is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, he. I remember when I wore three bras underneath my Air Apostle T-shirt. Commented about mm-hmm. my boobs. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, now I have to wear three bras forever because Every- he has acknowledged the size <laughs> of them. <laughs> and if they change, he's noticed. <laughs> he's going to know. Oh, he no. will know. Because that's the thing. When you wear that many bras or you do something to accentuate, yep. you're doing it so that they do pay attention. But once they do pay attention, then yep. you know you have to keep doing it because yep. they're going to be looking forward to that. Right. And then if they go away, they're going to be like, What happened? That's not usually the direction it goes. Oh, no. (laughs) You know what I could have written about is the time that I, uh, while we were walking to the bowling alley, I think I told this story. Maybe I just told you in private. I don't remember. I was walking to the bowling alley for like some uh, prize day that we got. I said movie, but you obviously (laughs) said bowling alley. Yeah, we were going to bowl. (laughs) The movies weren't at the bowling alley. (laughs) (laughs) It's my one alcohol. <laughs> so um, I walked up to this boy and I was like, hey, would you like to be my boyfriend? And he laughed in my face and went, no. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. Oh, no. That's what I should have written about. But I didn't because am I going to admit that to you? it's so embarrassing. Mrs. Bobbeck, no. I can tell a teacher that. I would right. never. I would never. 
I don't want anyone to know that I asked him that. I don't even like remembering that. That's the thing, too. All of my shame and guilt and embarrassment, like I said with my college thing, is I just went boop, 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 and I hit it into a back corner, and then we never spoke about it. Right. (laughs) My head and me, we just never acknowledged that they happened. That wasn't me. I wanted to tell how many hundreds of people listen to this (laughs) podcast. We're almost at 10,000 downloads. Holy hell. I know. Hey, thanks, guys. guys. Like, rate, review, subscribe. Rescribe. rescribe. <laughs> oh no, that's subscribe. a new one. <laughs> okay, so this says it's entirely possible to feel guilty about actions of which many or most of our peers approve, but that fall short of your own moral standards, such as living in luxury, driving an SUV, or even eating meat. For some people, hmm. um, shame and guilt often go hand in hand, which is why they are often confused for each other. I sometimes feel guilt for eating meat. Yes. Because I am like... I, I, I love animals so fucking much, but goddamn, they taste so good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why you guys taste so, so good? So good. I just had steak tonight, but if I saw a cow tomorrow, I'd be like, I'll never fucking eat you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but then if you presented me with a steak, I, I'm not going to ask if it came from that cow. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend like that Certainly cow not. never existed. <laughs> I told, did you see that Fairlife video? Oh. It was this horrific, horrific video. I did not. I can't watch those. Of this uh, company, Fairlife, mm-hmm. who was completely mistreating their animals. Mm-hmm. It, do you hear what I just said? They're mistreating them. Like fucking murdering them isn't mistreatment. <laughs> but anyway. But it was really bad. They were like really mean before they killed them. <laughs> it, like didn't do they anything They were like in their nice. face and they're like, you have a big fucking ass. <laughs> they were like babies though. And they were like tossing them and the moms were crying for Corey, them. Corey goes... Do you think baby back ribs are like from actual babies? And I was like, well, they look very small if you see the ribs. And so Corey's like, I'm never fucking eating those again. I'm just eating regular ribs. Yeah, I'll eat an adult cow. They had a life. I can't yeah. eat a baby cow ever. <laughs> anyway, I watched that video and I was sobbing. And I look yeah. at Shane and I go, I can't eat me ever again. I'm not doing it. I swear to God. No. And then I ordered a hamburger like 20 minutes later. <laughs> it's. Because that's cognitive dissonance right I, there. Well, I feel guilty about which it. Which we will talk about soon. You yeah. can feel guilty, but it's also you have to, in the back of your mind, you got to put it out of your mind so you can do it. <laughs> yeah. Same as like people who smoke cigarettes and know that they're going to die, but they're right. like, oh, I'm just going to put... <laughs> no, that I mean, we all know we're going to die. <laughs> yeah. Like, know that it could kill they're them They're speeding quicker. up the process. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, mm, I'm going to smoke this, but I'm yeah. just not going to think about that. Unless you're really crazy, and then you're like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, okay. For instance, when we injure someone, we often feel bad about having done so. That's guilt. And at the same time, we feel bad about ourselves for doing it. That's shame. Mm. So guilt and shame are distinct emotions. Shame is ego-dystonic, which means it's in conflict with our self-image and the needs and goals of our ego. And high levels of shame are correlated with poor psychological functioning. So that's where eating disorders and sexual disorders can be understood as disorders of shame yeah. such, such as narcissism in the other way which it's a defense against shame hmm. and then guilt on the other hand is egosyntonic which consists is consistent with our self-image and the needs and goals of our ego and unless left to fester is either unrelated or inversely correlated with poor psychological functioning hmm. So faced with the same set of circumstances, people with high self-esteem are more prone to guilt than shame and more likely to take corrective or redemptive action. 
I feel like that's me. Yeah, for sure. That's what it sounds like because you probably have higher self-esteem than like I do. Because with me, it's not I did wrong, I'm guilty. It's I am stupid or I am dumb or I am bad. And that's shame. I feel that more than guilt, I feel. You know what's weird is like having high self-esteem does not mean I think highly of myself. Right. Like whenever I... I think that's what's so hard for me to explain to people is like just because I would consider myself someone who has high self-esteem does not mean that I think that I'm um, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't mean that I view my physical appearance appearance. <laughs> <laughs> Technically that's how it's spelled, so fuck you guys, okay? <laughs> right. I don't look at my physical appearance as like elevated or right. like something to aspire to have i don't think that i have a great body i don't think that i have like i don't think i'm the most intelligent i don't think i'm the most like i i can't think of anything where i'm like no i'm fucking great at that yeah it, but i don't look at You're any of those like, things as i'm n- fucking terrible at that yeah or like well, i'm the fucking piece of shit i don't view any part of me as negative yeah. but i don't view it as like You're the best eh. so i i don't have air i'm not arrogant yeah but I can recognize that, like, I don't need to achieve a certain level of societal perfection for me to be good yeah. enough to myself. That's good. Teach me. <laughs> that's not me. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how you do it either, but figure it out and then teach me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. No pressure. Yeah. So do you want to read the other article? Or I, I mean, think- we can come back for her another time that's what i was thinking split it up yeah split her up especially because uh low battery here do you need me to do it yeah will you plug that in on the other side one second sure get your clip in your hair first (laughs) it's so important (laughs) oh my gosh i felt like there was a timer going down and i'm like (laughs) okay we're fine yeah Anywho, okay. so that there you go, guys. We promised you something, and we're not delivering. <laughs> I'm gonna feel guilty about it for the rest of the night. <laughs> so, uh, if you guys like this and you want to know things to do so that your kids aren't fucked, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us know. And we'll do a part two. Yeah, maybe not we'll on you- Friday. No, because. You guys are greedy. We have to go. <laughs> we gotta go out and shop till we drop. Yo. Just kidding. Don't go shopping. Yeah, please do online. Come on, there's so many Black yeah. Friday deals online already. And shop small if you can. So much money. Yeah, not Amazon Prime, which <laughs> I was gonna plug because yeah. fuck you, Jeff Bezos. You fucking dick. You absolute delight. I love. I, I bought so much from Amazon this year. I know. And I'm like, Jeff Bezos is a fucking dick, but I'm going to keep using Prime. <laughs> yeah. When I need to order something, I need it in two days. You evil fucking genius. He's <laughs> a fucking evil genius. Yeah. Oh, uh, damn it. Okay. Uh, we are going to order from Amazon, but we're going to feel guilty about it, okay? So yes. we'll feel like shit, but at least we'll have our stuff in two days. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Bye.
It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley High Performance Sofas and Recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.